Welcome to John and Dylan Online, a show where two comedians talk about internet history sometimes. I'm going to correct you. Two losers. Two, two losers. Fucking alpha cucks. Two alpha fucking cucks. That's right. We choose to let you do that to the people that we yeah. want to see it done to. Fuck my goddamn wife. You know those be- Do you ever meet all those comedians who are like, there's so many of them who are like, this guy wanted me to fuck his wife after the show. I said, uh, you get out of here. I'll fuck your wife. And he said, okay. Oh my God. I listened to one of the most fucked versions of that story ever. I was in this pub uh, two weeks ago and there was this guy in here and his wife, uh, she's a Nazi. And I had sex with oh. her. And I said, and I, I remember I said, why'd you need to specify the Nazi part? And he was like, I, um, I don't know. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> what I'll let you know that uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's what it felt like. It was like, I just want to let you know, if you're a Nazi, I want to have sex with you. It was so yeah, weird. Yeah. Also, where do you think that took Nazi, place? That's cool. I'll make Nazis feel good. I actually love me. I'm not a Nazi myself, but I love it when Nazis feel good. That took place in the Stockton, in the Stockton, butt? UK. Stockton, UK. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. I don't know if it took place in the butt. Um <laughs> Later that night, um, a uh, a lady who looked like a little mouse walked up to me and said, are you going to fuck me, Roger? And I said, my name is John. And she went, wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes you're like, well, glad I'm not a creep. But I'll tell you who is also not a creep. The woman we're going to talk about right now. I don't know if we'll talk about it much, but I just actually did some research for Can this I episode. Something? Can I say something? No. Comedian yes. Ryan Denis has one of the funniest stories where he was. He yes, was he does. Freshly angry because his wife had just been like, "You're cheating on me on the road, aren't you? You're fucking cheating on me on the road." And he went, "Honey, well, by the way, Ryan is a large Irish man, and his wife is like a very petite uh, woman. So he's like, first of all, you're the only good-looking woman that's ever looking to me. Second of all, I got hit on one time at a gig, and it was a lady who said, "You look dangerous," and then." Asked me to hold her spittoon while she spat chew into it. I don't yeah. think that's ever going to happen, honey. Which is so funny. We're like, you're good looking. Hold my spittoon. Pa-ting! The ting means we're meant to be, boy. We're talking about Jenny Marbles. Jenna Marbles, you fuck. Get the f- no, Whoa, I didn't re- Not like I know her. I know oh, her, I Jenny. Oh, I didn't realize we have been invaded by the Wokarati now. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite thing about Jenna Marbles is she basically. And uh, we're going to do a bit of Pulp Fiction here, get to the end at the beginning. She gets, quote unquote, canceled. But you can see her being so tired of being on YouTube that she literally goes like, this is a good reason to leave and then leaves. That's my that's my that's my whole theory was like, yes, she has genuine remorse for the things she said and did, but also clearly was like, oh, man, if I like want to come back from this that's going to require so much mental energy that i don't have i i'm fucking done yeah here's the thing with jenna marbles jenna marbles basically personified and created the model for all youtubers that like she posted like daily to weekly 
consistently i think it's like tuesdays and thursdays at 10 for 10 years like you can look at the metrics she consistently posted built adapted using tropes of internet vlog culture and also like found and hit upon a couple of things really luckily she was dave portnoy's assistant in 2010 so she was one of the first women that was even like i can only imagine what barstool was like in 2010 and by the first web where Dave Partnoy was like, yeah, that shit was all be that bitch. I can't of course. all that. Just literally, not only is she, was she on Barstool, she got to be the first thing that Dave Portnoy was like, that was my idea. And it's like, well, Dave, you did put, okay, Dave mentioned her in a blog, but she then ran with that ball better than I've ever seen anyone taken off. Like, I have never seen someone be given an opportunity. And this woman was given a lighter and she was able to build a furnace that powered the Titanic. Like, it's like, what? <laughs> and Dave yeah, Portnoy is still like, yeah, I did that shit. Your measure for success being the Titanic is. Yeah, exactly. Wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they made a badass movie out of that ship that successfully. Yeah. Like... You guys know me. I do not see any movie that is two VH- VHS tapes. I've never seen Godfather 2. I've never seen WrestleMania 3. I've never seen Titanic. Yeah, here's how Titanic, the actual thing that happened, the the story that it sunk is a bunch of liberal lies. Here's what really happened. They saw the iceberg. The fucking captain looked at the other captain. There was two captains. They did the fucking <laughs> handshake from Predator. That's how that was invented. Then they wrote Cowboys from Hell. That's how that was invented. Split the iceberg into creating also fucking fucking in the ass. That's how they came up with that, too, was they split the iceberg and they'd be like, whoa, maybe a dick could go in an ass. And then everyone high five. And then they did that on the Titanic. That's a that's that's the fucking real version of what happened, dog. I want you to know, A, I guarantee how, by the way, anal sex was invented was it was two men looking at a lady bent over. And one of them went, holy fuck, we can put our dick in that ass. And someone was like, holy my God, like they're like. Someone get this man a cloak. He's a king. I want you to. (laughs) No. Have you ever seen the quest for fire? No. You've never seen it. All right. Here's my favorite thing about a quest for fire is that it, it won an Oscar. It's just about, it's just about cavemen. So there's no words in it. And there's a part in the movie where the guy is like, I'm going to fuck you. He's just like, you know, they're cavemen. He's trying to do it up the pussy to her. And then she's like, yo, check it out. Put it on my butt. And then that's a part of the movie. That is not part of the movie. Don't believe it. She's like, and then he's like, whoa. And then uh, and then also there's that same thing. for No, maybe it's a blowjob. I'm sorry. She invents the blowjob. Yeah, it's not. It's they're not. They're not going to invent anal sex. Yeah, they in can't movie. specify. <laughs> they can't make it that obvious anyway. Ooga, but they, ooga. But they showed uh-huh. us that in history class when I'm assuming the teacher was like, I'm getting drunk on Thursday. On Friday, these guys are they're just going to watch a quest for fire or whatever. And then that my favorite <laughs> time that ever anyone ever did that was. They showed in careers, they showed us the movie Election, and the lady did not watch it first. And you know how that movie starts, right? I've seen it, but I don't remember how it starts. Literally, the movie starts with a guy going, her pussy gets so wet. And she's like, oh, (laughs) fuck. (laughs) She did not. She's like, I just thought it was about school elections. I'm like, why didn't you look at the R rating, you fucking idiot? I mean, that's real good stuff. That's real good stuff. My favorite um, was uh, a kid, what movie was it? Brought the movie Eraser in the la- the last three days of grade grade five. We could just bring in movies to watch, and it was like Casper, et cetera, et cetera. And someone just brought in Eraser. <laughs> I just remember like the teacher being like, 
who said this was all right for you to bring in? And I could tell his tone was like, listen, I don't give a shit if you're watching a racer at home, but what kind of fucking parrot's like, all right, it's got Arnold Schwarzenegger, James Caan, you're 10, take this, and your uh, dinner, which or your lunch, which I assume is an onion, and a bottle of vodka to uh, to school. <laughs> onion is dope, because it's like, here's some, I made you lunch, also it requires work. Yeah, yeah, I made you lunch, but I want to make sure that you are not liked and you do not like me. So Jenna Marbles basically is just a YouTuber. She does weird YouTube sketches. They're very much on zeitgeist and scene. She really looks like a lady in 2009. She's got a real promo model energy, which doesn't exist really anymore. They're just people you'd see at nightclubs. She um, goes viral because she does a bunch of videos about how men should stop grinding on women. Do you remember grinding, Dylan? I have forgotten about grinding. No, her big video, the thing that like popped off was she did the video, which is how her and Dave Partnoy started getting angry with each other, was that, uh, or no, Dave Partnoy took credit for success because the video was called uh, How to Trick Everyone into Thinking You're Hot. And it just showed her no makeup and then it show and then she gets ready to be uh i think she was like a waitress or something at a club so it's like she, and then she just shows how to do that that's it that's the whole re- and then that that pops off crazy and since it's like 2010 and it's like the idea of someone putting effort into a youtube video is new insane like, yeah like we did an episode on shoe nice literally the top people on youtube is like i'm going to eat a boot and then I'm going to tell you about the Jewish problem. And then that's yeah. like, we're like, well, I don't like the Jewish problem part, but he did eat a boot and that's hard to do. I mean, let's not defend YouTube so much until he was forcibly removed by the tech companies who was the largest account on YouTube by a sizable margin. And who was the most watched person on YouTube? Allie McJones. It was Alex Jones. Correct. Followed quickly by John and Dylan. Us. <laughs> So she spends her teenage years uh, in Rochester, New York. The only reason she's named Jenna Marbles is because her mom is unemployed when she starts doing YouTube and goes, hey, our last name is the only thing that comes up when uh, if you Google me, it's just my my daughter's videos about how men should stop grinding. So please fucking please fucking change your name. And she changes it to Jenna Marbles, which is named after her little doggy. It's all it's all very nice until you get into the a- actual content that she's putting out at this period, which is ignorant. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's very, what I would also say, it's very 2010 internet, weird yeah. sort of like, we've got this girl to somehow entertain these incels. And it's just so fucking on the nose. And then, yes, she does the how to get hot. There's a bunch of grinding videos. This is all the period of time where her and Dave Portner are having a feud. Uh, this is the feud, by the way, from Dave Portner's perspective. I launched you. I am the reason that you are famous. I mentioned you one million times and I paid for everything. And also I gave you the pleasure of knowing how big my penis is because I would describe the length and let's not mention the girth, the girth in the office and at your house where I would go sometimes a lot. Here's her perspective. I was your employee. You mentioned me once on a blog. I ran with that and built my entire empire. I'm not watermarking all of my videos, barstool sports for the rest of time as you continue to insist that i have to so the answer is no and then dave portnoy lost and how you know dave portnoy loses is when dave portnoy then just talks about how happy he is for the person's success so anytime now jenna marbles is mentioned dave portnoy talks about and this is true she trends number one on all social media because people are still like where is she and he's always like good to see jenna still making people think and it's like fuck you dave you're such a dick that i still kind of (laughs) like 
He, um, yeah, I've only ever heard bad things about Dave Partnoy, and I yeah. don't really look at barstool stuff because it's like every time I see a barstool thing, it's just like annoying. I don't know. It just, it's just, it's just like, yeah. I find barstool are it's a ver- it feels like barstool are the people that we pretended to be when we were doing characters during the wrestler review. Is what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, barstool are people who you would do as a character. Yeah, it's the same thing as like. It's like a Danny McBride character is like, that's a good, that's a good example of how people should be. It's like, oh no, he's doing a character. It's like, no. That I mean, it's even getting scarier now because it's also like that application of that character has now been taken to the Pat McAfee show where it came out yesterday that Aaron Rodgers has been paid as a broadcasting part of that show to appear and talk. He's been paid millions of dollars in the ESPN deal and fan duel and all that sort of stuff. And it's not been this organic place where he goes to air his grievances. He's being paid to say shit that brings in clicks and you're just like, can nothing be organic anymore? Can nothing just be someone talking into a microphone? Does everything have to be, Oh, actually he's being paid. And this is a cynical ploy. Bring me back. Jenna marbles, bring her back. Yeah. She did blackface, but you know, (laughs) she did it on her own fucking terms. She's not fucking Aaron Rodgers. I just, I fucking hate. I don't even, I don't even like football. I don't even give a fuck. I just hate Aaron Rodgers. Know what Aaron Rodgers is? He's this guy at a party. (laughs) Yeah. And so uh, I drank all your booze. Uh, Why'd you do that? (laughs) It's a party, man. You're like, that's fucked up. That's fucked. No, it's not though. I just need you to acknowledge. You're being weird at the party. You did something fucked up. You started the weirdness. Nah, nah. You don't, you don't get me. No, no, I do get you. You're the kind of person that when you're 50, you're going to suck. And you're probably also going to get diagnosed with some sort of very treatable cancer. And you're not going to go to a doctor. You're going to go to a fucking shaman and you will die. Hopefully in front of your children. I fucking hate everything Aaron Rodgers represents. Go ahead, Dylan. One time I was at a party and this girl I was seeing stole this other person's booze and they caught us red handed. And the girl, I forget because I was so fucked up what she said. But she just like completely dealt with it. And the, the, you could see the other girl walking away who got her booze stolen being like, I let that woman and that ugly guy off the hook. And I was like, yeah, you did. I, I, I would have thrown a large fit. First of all, we all know that who are you stood next to so, to know that uh, that ugly guy? Because we all know she walked away going, oh, my God, I can't believe I let that lady and that alpha and that ugly guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, I can't believe I let that fucking non-soy boy alpha who rules anyway sigma male that's what they say now i can't believe i let that guy doing all those push-ups not deal with that situation for me because he clearly had it handled that would have been a fun way to handle it by the way if she walked hey is that my booze and you went i got it actually hey (laughs) i wonder if jenna marbles was instructive for barstool because now barstool has these crazy like we get all your ip contracts and in 2010 i don't think they did and when jenna marbles is writing uh for barstool she basically like comes up with this video goes crazy viral on youtube at a time where like people are now no social media sites like this anymore tiktok was during the pandemic where people are just like oh that's funny i'll follow them like they're like excited to use the site and jenna marbles comes along when people are genuinely excited to use youtube now the thing is she keeps on growing because her content goes from like I'm in my 20s and I'm like a fucking lady who will just fucking shoot from the hip, baby, to it grows up like all the the people watching her channel are all fucking women and Whoa. she grows up with them. 
So it's like at her content goes from like, uh, here's why sluts are fucking pieces of shit. Why are you giving your pussy away? We're supposed to fucking guard that women to like, I'm going to make this cake with my dog. Do you remember that? I do remember the late, the late aughts, early tens, like the last gasp of slut shaming. Oh, it was really oh good. Oh my God. I remember there's a girl who, a, f- a female comedian who now is, you know, she's like, she's like super, uh, she's super progressive now. And even then she was super progressive, but so her closer was about like how she likes to go up for walks so she can look whores in the eyes and judge them for the mistakes they made. <laughs> it was like <laughs> the punchline was like, you lock eyes with them. And I'm like, and that you lock eyes, uh, you know, or something. It was something about like the premise was they make me feel really shitty for going to bed at ten, and I just wake up at five just to look them in the eyes and be like, "How was Darren? Did Darren sweat in you? I bet he sweat in your mouth, didn't he?" That was, and that was, a, and it would always do well. I'm not, I'm like all stand up comedy, as Eddie Murphy more brilliantly said it. You just paraphrase the parts you remember and make the person seem like an idiot. But yeah, you fuck you, man, Eddie. Fuck you, Eddie. That's still one of the funniest jokes. Fuck you, Eddie. <laughs> so good. Anyway. I mean, the Bill Cosby, uh, him calling Richard Pryor after Bill Cosby told him to stop swearing. That's the that that that, that bit. Oh my god, that's a bad special. That special's one of the worst ever. Just fashion alone, but that bit's fun. The the part where it's just if you just watch Delirious and then you watch the first. Well, don't watch it now. <laughs> if you watch oh, yeah, Delirious, yeah. what I was in grade seven, like I did. Exactly. Watch the first 10 minutes of Raw where it's just basically an epilogue to Delirious, then it's like, this is great. You're totally correct. That's that should be that actually should be Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy is, I think, the greatest example of someone should have just showed up at his house in 91 with a gun and just blown his brains out. Just what are you doing? And be like, listen, we do not need Beverly Hills Cop 3. What? Bam! I don't know, man. You don't like you didn't like the nutty professor? I did not. I gave Dave Chappelle's big break. Otherwise, if if he didn't give Dave Chappelle his big break, then how would we know that trans people are bad? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, just, I mean, thank God, thank God we have Dave for that. I mean, let me say this: we you know would who the fine. other person. You know who the manager of the comedy club was in that scene? In the John professor? Hastings, J.K. Rowling. Shut up! <laughs> yeah, that was J.K. Rowling. Is that true? Yeah, and you I know believe who the waiter this. was at the table. Hey, John, you know how off air you were saying that we think you think the phrase no homo should be in the U.S. Constitution? <laughs> well, instead of talking to me about that, why don't you rate, review, and subscribe? <laughs> hey, John, can I tell you something? Yes. I sit down to piss and I stand up to shit. John and Dylan online. Patreon.com backslash John and Dylan online. There's all a bunch of different tiers there. $5 tier, you get the episodes early and an extra episode. And I assume at this point, there's a $10 tier where you just get some pubes in an envelope. Yeah, if you fucking sign up for the $15 tier, guess what? You get nothing else different. Just give the pleasure of giving us more money. How's actually, that? you get none of the first two things. Yeah, that's actually true. To give a, If you give us $15, you do not get the bonus episode and you do not get the episodes early. Graham Linehan. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but yeah, it was him. He's another <laughs> noted person who doesn't like trans people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. why I assumed. That's why I agreed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we know how to riff. Um, so yeah, Jenna Marbles just grows a giant YouTube um account. It's really big. It's really popular. Dave Portnoy doesn't like it because he's not getting credit for it, and is probably wearing something horrific and it's we're eating like pizza. Dave Portnoy is convinced people 
that he's worthy of paying attention to. And it's like, I assume to use the old sports analogy, it's go like on. You're it's like the, the your team is amazing, but you literally let like one of the greatest players of all time go for nothing. Because yeah. he, he could have just been like, yeah, do whatever you want. We just want to, like, fund your channel or something. But really, Jenna Marbles, which she puts it very well. well are, let me just ask you this. So you're calling Dave Portnoy the Edmonton Oilers of the Internet and Jenna Marbles is Wayne Gretzky? That makes, well, that, uh, that makes Dave Portnoy so Peter Poslington. Yeah. Still, he still won. Wayne Gretzky still won so many Stanley Cups with the Edmonton Oilers. All of the ones that he ever won. I'm talking about, like... Uh, like I don't even know, uh, the Pacers, the they would look at Larry Bird and a guy was like, no, he's, yeah, okay, uh, yeah. he's he can't jump. He's goddamn white. What else do you want? This is Indiana. We invented the Klan. What do you want from me? And First of like, all, depending on the year, the Klan was invented in Colorado. Don't act like we both whoa, both don't know that. That's right. Snowboarding Klan. That's cool. That's right. The mountain's white. That's how they started with the idea. No, uh, I completely agree Burned with you. Burned the cross at the end of this mountain while I hit this lit fucking <laughs> fakey. My God, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know why, but the KKK seems so much less scary if you imagine them snowboarding. I always thought it was funny that it's like the that they use Dungeons and Dragons language. Do you want to, how about I call myself the leader? No, you're the Grand Wizard. Because we all have magic spells we use. Oh, it's so oh, embarrassing. God, Gary, Everything. No, call me Krebulat, Lord of the Moon. Okay. Oh my God! The more you read about, okay, you read about the fucking like the um, like all those militias that wanted to do a coup during January sixth. Like one of the proud boys that was like in charge of holding the capital, his nickname was something like Slurpy Pants. Like, do you know how embarrassing history would have been if that had been successful? America was taken over by fascists. They were led by Scooby-Doo, Simon, and Jimmy Shitpants. <laughs> it's like, fuck. But I mean, the the like one of the things that led to almost the overthrow of the government was what's been proven now is uh the QAnon, which was started as Big Dick Anon, and then he changed his name to Q Anon and just started saying that he was in the government, and then so many people believed it that first of all, Dylan. The mod took over and you know, and then QAnon was born. The mod took over his account and was like, People are believing this? This is great. First of all, you've missed a bunch of steps in it. Big Dick Anon was another thunder person. It started off on an account called Ask the Something, and people would pretend or LARP to be FBI Anon. And then a South African man named Paul Ferber created QAnon that was stolen by these two fucks in fucking stupid the Philippines who suck. And yeah, yeah, it was literally stolen by the every white guy you meet in Asia. If you're in that part of Asia and you meet a white guy, they are like one of the two QAnon fucking father and son team that stole Q. Oh, it's all a nightmare. The internet sucks. Can we all go back to ICQ? Let's go back to ICQ. No, I mean, that's not true is that, uh, which is something I actually did. I did a show for a dude's birthday party because his wife was like, he hates comedy. This will be great, which is also like, the amount of wives who are like, yeah, my wife, he, he fucking hates being talked to. I'm going to fucking make him angry. And they're always like, the husband's always rich. And she always just like, yeah, I work out six days a week where I'm like, well, he does something weird to you that makes you not like him. Where it's like, hey, get revenge for me in front of my friends, but also make it seem like a show. It's, it's amazing how many relationships I'm like, oh, I see why this doesn't work. Like, I remember when I had to do, I was hired to do a roast of the board of directors of Via Rail. Because the wife of the president likes roasts. 
And then there were just eight people that hated it. They just don't talk. They don't talk to each other. It's amazing. (laughs) The husband and wife do not communicate. Anyway, here's a weird spot. No, I have to do a weird point. I have to mention a weird point. Go ahead with your weird point. There were 30 people there, 15 white men, 15 Filipino women. Every single guy there was a white dude who went to the Philippines, got a wife. And literally the oldest person there and the oldest wife was there was the late. She basically was like, oh, you like me? Your friend will like my friend. And then he was like, okay. And then they all and they're all happily married. Anyway, let's leave our happily. Hang on. Happily married. Also, there was no I should say there was 34 people there because four people were Filipino who just straight up no English at all. It was very fun. Yeah. Been there. That was great. Listen, we both live with partners. Do you know how tense are those houses where you're just not communicating with the person you live with? Like, I don't care how big the house is to know that you're there. She is. You know what I mean? Like, this is just a <laughs> fucking nightmare. Yeah. Seeing your boss in the hallway when you're late every day. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I've fucking I've lived in that for years. But there was one job I had. I don't know if I told this story where my boss. So I had to obviously it was a small company, but my direct boss uh, basically shielded me because she was like, you'll just please you do all this work fast. So I got to work there, but the the head ups didn't like me because I didn't. I just basically refused to do any other job. Of course, they, they kept on like trying to lob other jobs on me to keep me there more. And I'm like, oh, no, this is I like the data entry part. I don't like the talking to people part. So uh, she was like, why don't you ask for a performance review? And I'm like, because they'll fire me because yeah. <laughs> I'm like. I won't get a raise. I'll just be fired. I'm not that said, I'm trying Dylan, to fucking say here. Uh, I'll have you know, as someone that uh, was, I will never forget this. This performance review was maybe my greatest moment of my life, which was, you do not seem to care about this job. It doesn't seem like you want this job. You need to improve um, uh, your level of performance. I'm not going to do that. This is a busboy and waiter job. I'm just not going to do that. And I was like, it's the summer. You probably don't want to have to train someone else coming into the busy season. So I think that if you're not happy with, this level it's not going to get any better and they were like this is insubordination i was like are you firing me or not and they were like no and i was like all right well good to know and i was just i remember walking away being like what a stupid move on their part where they just went we don't like this and i went it's not improving and they went well that's all we're doing and let me tell you dylan i didn't steal cash but i took a free lunch every day from that point on and i remember my manager johnny said to me we'll start taking your tips if you do that and i said to johnny that's uh legal if you do that i'll call the fucking cops and he went what and i went yep and then the man the owner was told by johnny that i said that and he came in and yelled at johnny because he was like do you understand that that is a giant violation of workman's regulations and they'll shut down the business you idiot oh the best the best also maybe if you're running a restaurant don't hire an eight foot tall fucking guy with dyspraxia to be your bus boy yeah you want to hire someone real quick real small you got a lot of options don't hire a guy who's like uh sorry i tried to open the door and now there's no I door didn't say, first of all i did not say sorry second of all the other thing that was really good is because i was funny i got the kitchen on my side and the kitchen were all like real chefs that were brought in from this company and hated the manager so the other advantage i had oh man chef humor is just like uh Chef humor was just at that in that time was just like, uh, hey, you ever hear about the angry pirate? That's where you come on a girl's eye and then you kill her with a sword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First of all, there were no jokes. There was just a man from Jamaica named Garfield who anytime he saw a pretty lady would just start dancing. Do you think she sees me, John? No, Garfield, there's a full wall between you and her. Go tell her. I'm not going to go tell someone <laughs> you're dancing. Go tell her. I remember once my manager, Johnny, was yelling at me and Garfield just stopped cooking. 
I don't like how you treat the rest of the staff. I'm not working for the rest of the day. You have to cook. And then he would, I mean, he would always say, like, go call the boss. Go call the boss, Johnny. <laughs> it was the best, the best. John. Dylan. Jenna Marbles was a very, very big YouTuber. She Her stuff evolves from... Uh... Whoa. Okay, well, let's talk about how she gets canceled. Basically, her content evolves where it's like, it's really fun. It turns into really fun stuff. Like, she does a sketch where it's like uh, trying to put 200 fingernails on one fingernail. Yeah, classic YouTube like nonsense. Like basically everything is a version of Epic Meal Time. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try and cut my hair, but with a gun. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she. Uh, but evolves from that to like, and and the thing she says very much is like, I'm not. She, that people, someone asked where her talent is, and she's like, I'm not talented in the way that like I can't sing or dance. My talent is like basically building a rapport with people through a screen she's like she's a broadcaster no jenna marbles is an incredibly watchable broadcaster a la david letterman david letterman's not a talented talker he's not that funny but there's something about that guy that's incredibly compelling to watch and jenna marbles has it yeah it's and she also built she builds up like a really great rapport with her fan base to the point where like as of right now she's still at 19.4 million subscribers if i had 0.4 of a million i'd be fucking that would be goddamn life-changing and that she still has 19 million other subscribers and she's completely off the internet basically in and amongst as i understand it in and amongst all these different times of rising through all the sketches she does two things one she pretends to be Nicki minaj uh oh the other one she just straight up does blackface is that is that what i no, to understand does, uh it's one sketch she puts on a ton of bronzer and pretends to be Nicki minaj she also makes a rap song where she's in a rice hat that's what it was i knew there were two incidents i just conflated no, there's them. more than that she does like a really long thing about how sluts are cunts um which is the first time she gets canceled is because or sorry the first time i shouldn't say canceled the first time people are like well that's fucked is when yeah. she her long thing is like uh, sluts or cunts. But I remember like I remember my wife watching Jenna Marbles during this period and me going, this is the most annoying person I've ever fucking heard in my life. Like it makes she makes me want to like, you know, kill her, make the noise stop, please. Yeah. And then she turned to like content that was more just like, I'm a fun lady having fun. Turns out <laughs> I was just 23 and angry. Um. Which is a lot of like, like we remember this, obviously, like the course edgy girl, fucking Sarah Silverman has had to oh, about like yeah. everything that made her famous. Oh my God. That's how you like, people Sarah would sell. Sarah Silverman get on stage and say, we're like Martin Luther King. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, there's literally a Sarah Silverman special. You can't find out where she walks out. She just points at someone and goes, you're black. That's bad. And then shits on. <laughs> yeah. 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 She forces a shit. And that's yeah. the rest uh, of the special. Uh, that was the thing was like, there was a character of like, I'm a pretty white lady, so I'm ignorant. Whereas Jenna Marbles is just like, and once again, man, if you're creating that much content, then you're going to do some, you're just going to do whatever's on your mind. And maybe you get stuff stuck in traffic that day and you just want blood. And you just, I've given yeah. her a lot of benefit of the doubt. But anyway, fast forward to 2020. Everyone, <laughs> she gets 20 million subs and her celebratory video is just her taking a nap and she's like i'm fucking tired of this basically like, yeah I'm fucking tired. So you can look at it look at her page right now it goes from like really high energy girl 10 years and then it's literally like i made my dog a cake oh my god there's one of them where she just went well you're gonna just sit quietly and reflect on some of the things you did and it's it's a 45 minute video and she's just sitting there quietly <laughs> she's just blankly staring yeah with every 
orifice that can have liquid in it just seeping out because she's turned <laughs> her whole body off. It's like snots coming out. Yeah, she's crying. Drool. There's some sort of spinal fluid coming out of her ears. Yeah, yeah just like Ugh. which is it's it must be so draining. Clearly, she's like. I mean, and we see this a lot in comedy, relating it back to comedy, which we always do, is people who, like, they wanted to do comedy in their 20s, and then they fast forward into their 40s. Oh, my favorite. They have no options anymore. This was a clay, this was a, this was something where in, in fucking the 80s, where people was like, oh, you're funny for five minutes. We have $75,000 worth of work for you. I have such respect and jealousy for a comedian named Dini. Oh, my God. What's her last name? Damascus? Damascus. Demacos, who literally said to me, is this all that just stand-up's going to be? Is like, I just go around the world and tell jokes. Like, I'd like to have more to life than this. And I was like, I think this is what it is. And she went, all right, I'm going to go do something else. And I think it's very happy with a family. And it's just, you're like, fuck yeah, Dini. And it was just the amount of comedians I've had where they're like, I just can't seem to get off this open mic. Well, it's been 12 years. Let's do another 12. And I, I just, that keeps me at nights. That keeps me up at night screaming. Well, the whole thing is you have to enjoy, well, let's take a, I don't know when this will be, I don't know this when this will release, but like I was posting every day and I got, I went viral a couple times, but oh. then I was like, didn't want to do it anymore. And I remember when I would not want to do stand up, I would always think to myself, well, you love it. You love the community. You love the lifestyle. You literally love absolutely everything about stand up. The reason you don't like this right now is because you're not getting the external uh, approval. That's why you're Correct. mad. So take some time off, but you'll be back and you know you'll be back. And then when I got fed up with posting on social media all the time, I was like, well, you and then I started to go through the same things about stand up. And I was like, well, I don't like any of that. I think I'm just going to post way less. And that's where we are right now. <laughs> I like that. I like all of that. And I, like, I don't fucking want to do yeah. that. Like, there's no do I really enjoy posting a video? And best case scenario, it goes viral and all the comments are just like, uh, Fathead. Yeah, yeah. Fuck this guy. Hey, I found his social security insurance number. Let's fucking tell his let's make sure he could never get a job. You know, like what I really enjoy about nowadays is that we millennials, we showed up and we went, we don't like these systems. We're breaking them. And we've done that. But what we've crucially not done is replace them with anything. We just sort of replace them with things that sort of could be like, hey, there's no real way to advertise anything anymore. What's the replacement for that? Uh you can take a photo of some stuff, and if you pay enough to this weird company, they might show it to people that like it. But those people will be in Ireland. Oh, fuck. Exactly. <laughs> it's not like the 50s anymore. There's not just three channels. Actually, there's two social media companies, so it's way more restricting. Ah! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's not like back in the 50s where there were three channels and uh, no one was in charge of content. So if basically you found the TV station, you could be on the TV station, unlike the controlled times of now where you have to basically have a small slush fund of thousands of dollars to be able to pay for the privilege of showing people that would like your thing that it exists. Yeah. So Jenna Marbles clearly is upset with that. She does a big, long apology video where she does seem to genuinely regret what she said, but like it's it. And she quit, but it seems it does. Like I said, off the top, it feels more like happenstance that she quit. Like, it's like she would have just quit in a year for something else. I also think that the I could only imagine what was being said to her when that was discovered, when it was discovered, because she basically was one of the big scalps of the basically 
George Floyd is killed. And some people instead, like literally directed that inwards towards the internet and went hunting for anyone who done anything fucked up. So I guarantee, yeah, what Jenna Marbles did was so fucked, but I am sure also the level of vitriol she received in that moment, probably she was like, I'm done. I am. I, I remember the phone calls I had to have that weekend over some people of some of the things that were said to me that was so wild that I could only imagine what a public person like Jenna Marbles was receiving. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. But she must still make hundreds of thousands. Of I was going to ask you about that. Do you think because of that? Because it's also like there's no reels money anymore. She's not advertising anything. She just has basically the ability to hold to these people. Although that said, anytime any information comes out about her, like her fiance posted that they got married, it was the number one trending thing on like Twitter, on X. Sorry to Elon. Instagram, like it was everywhere. It's like one of those things where it's like, it's so insane that she's bigger than Celine Dion and she probably lives in like, oh, what am I talking about? She probably has a real nice McMansion in one of those places that like formerly super famous people live like Missouri. Yeah, exactly. And like her whole thing is like her, the company, the people she worked for, for work for her were like her mom. She had to pay a couple other people, but the whole idea behind her content and the whole thing she never strayed away from is this is a very informal me talking to the camera thing um who's in the video her boyfriend her now husband and the dog and like you listen to their listen to the ending podcast of the i think the jenna and julian show and it's like her boyfriend husband now is really remorseful but she's just like yeah it's ending (laughs) like she's like i'm fucking so done with this bullshit yeah because by the way because guess what he's seeing leave the station that Money train. My my money train. No. He's still doing very, very well. Okay. But he's not doing 19.8 million and you haven't posted since the Trump administration. He has like a couple million subscribers and he's like a sixth. In, exactly. Like she's one of the most followed accounts on YouTube, which is whatever. And it's always people must look inwards and just hear no. about that and then go like, maybe what I want's fucking dumb. Maybe I don't know who I am. But anyway, that's the Jenna Marbles episode. Now, I'd like to say this to everyone. Please join our Patreon. This is going to cut out in one minute. We love you. Join our Patreon. Dylan and I have YouTube comedy clips. If you if you want to support us, literally find us on YouTube. Do not go to Instagram. Find us on YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channels. This is the thing. Also, social media will die. It will only be YouTube one day. Please help us. Dylan has a family. <laughs> I don't I don't want to be cold. Please, please. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, buddy. If you fucking live in the Toronto area, let me bomb for your company. That helps, too. Goodbye. <laughs>